Hello and welcome to the Geeks Friday the 13th Retrospective Podcast presented by WeAreTessellate.com where every Monday and every Friday we'll be covering a new instalment in the classic horror franchise. Warning, this podcast contains strong language and spoilers throughout. Geeks! Geeks! Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Geeks. This is the first episode in our Friday the 13th retrospective. Um, and we're going to take you through the entire franchise. The entire. All of it! And then we're going to cover some other horror franchises later on. Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween. But we're starting with Friday the 13th. The day we're recording... Uh, this episode, anyway, is actually Friday the 13th. Spooky! <laughs> Expect Justin to say that many times yeah, throughout the rest of this podcast. Word. And probably write it down a lot, too. Yeah. Um, so, let's get a little background on stuff. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Justin. Yes. You're not a horror dude. Nah. Let's hear about your background with Jason. What do you know about Jason? What do you know about Friday the 13th? Have you ever seen one before? Uh, yeah, I've seen part of one before. He's a nice guy. Um, I heard he's very handy, crafty, outdoorsy, uh, likes water polo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, I haven't really watched a lot of Friday the 13th nor a lot of spooky movies because I grew up in a forest that was already terrifying. And so to watch even more scarier things would just, it was not fun. Have you ever been to a camp? Yeah, I love camping. I love being outdoors. But like an actual camp, not camping. Um, You've been yeah. to a summer camp before? Yeah, yeah we had a summer camp in Hawaii. Oh. Yeah. Summer camp in Hawaii. It's, it's not, water. I mean, it's it's like, well, it's by the ocean. We have that a beach. That sounds great, summer camping um, in Hawaii. It's actually nice. It's nothing like these American camps. America. America. Um, but yeah, like camping I, I would never associate like spooky stuff with camping but if i was like walking home i'd think of all the horrible things because i had like a river Do you like not a tell creek. horror stories when you were camping oh we did we told like uh ghost stories and yeah. all that. yeah but then i would just think they were in the forest in my house uh. yeah. never like in an actual location oh, okay yeah. so they're not really like slasher stories because because uh, american horror typically particularly from the 80s and 90s is yeah. very physical horror it's very you know one yeah. protagonist He's like a Zodiac people. killer. Whereas, yeah, whereas you look at you know, Japanese horror or whatever, and it's way more spooky people. And, yeah. you know, sympathy See, that's what I grew up. Yeah. Okay. Like ghost. Yeah. But you've never seen the Friday the 13th film before. Nope. So you're new to the series. New. So this is going to be an education. Yeah. Thank you for opting into this. It's very educational, right? It's too late now. <laughs> Learned a lot so far. Also joining me is Katie Watson. Hello. Uh, Katie, have you seen Friday the 13th before? Nope. Well, now I have. Yeah. Oh, I've been inducted. No, I haven't seen it. So I was chatty. Oh. I thought you saw it too. No, yeah. I've seen horror films and I've seen 80s horror films, but I've not seen this particular one. Mm-hmm. I know the premise of Friday the 13th, but just okay. never okay. had the pleasure. So two people new to the series, which is great because you get some fresh eyes, which I'm interested with. Um, what about you? What's your what's my your background? background? Is I'm a, yeah, I'm big into horror. I didn't watch any horror as a kid at all. I was terrified of horror. Yeah. And then I started living on my own when I was 17, which sounds really young now to me in terms of when to start to watch horror. But yeah. at that point, everyone's watching horror from 12 or whatever, yeah. you know. So I was very late to the game. Um, and I actually, we'll talk about it on our Nightmare retrospective. I got into horror really through Friday, uh, sorry, through Nightmare on Elm Street. But then I started reading, uh, just, yeah, watching all of the series. I had a VHS uh, store down the road for me, which I think I mentioned before on the podcast. And when I started living on my own, I had nothing to do in the evening. So I'd walk down the road. It sold tacky 
like 90s VHS porn and <laughs> horror series, and that's pretty much it. That's all so you're into. Normally, buy one of each. <laughs> like I know these genres exactly. Um, Which one would you watch first, though? Would you watch yeah. the porn first and then horror, or horror and then? Porn? Or just kind of like a little bit of both as you're doing stuff. sandwich, sandwich the <laughs> porn with horror. <laughs> like oh, I thought I was watching this other one. Dirty. <laughs> Whoops. Um. But yeah, so I, what I would do is I'd go and I'd buy an entire franchise, which I'd start with like Evil Dead, because that was easy and it would just be three mm-hmm. films. And mm-hmm. I'd watch them all in one night. And then I'd yeah, eventually got to Friday the 13th and I'd watch all of them in a couple of nights because, you know, there's a lot of films there here. There weren't as many at that point uh, or quite as many. Um, so yeah, I've seen the whole series a few times. I like to every now and then go back and watch the whole series. The first one is the one I very rarely rewatch. I've only seen it twice before and it was a long time ago. So I was interested going back to it uh, yeah. today. Um, yeah, so I always, my background with Friday the 13th is I always kind of see it in my head. It's this very mucky, dirty, sloppily amateurish, you know, series, yeah. but with a great character and a great premise. Because um, I love Jason as a character. I think out of all the characters, he's the most evocative for me. Of, of yeah. I love the simplicity of the camp, the lake, yeah. what he later becomes, the mask and all that stuff. Um, and in my opinion, and we'll, we'll you know see what you guys think and as I revisit them, I never feel they've quite nailed it throughout the whole series, but they do a lot of weird stuff with it. Um, yeah. uh, whereas Nightmare has, like its first film is seminal and Halloween its first film is seminal and they have some great later entries and then a lot of shit <laughs> as well. Whereas Friday the 13th is just all over the place. Um, so I'm really interested coming back to it, um, this first one and sort of digesting it now. And I've definitely got some new opinions on it, which I wasn't expecting. This was made in 1980. It's directed by Seanus Cunningham. Uh, when they made this film two years before Halloween had come out and really changed the landscape of horror. Halloween was very much influenced by Psycho from a long time before Halloween, but the influence was still yeah. sort of building. But Halloween really changed it. It kind of There were films before like Black Christmas that had, had, were slasher films. Psycho arguably is a slasher film. Um, but Halloween kind of changed it to this one character, the mask, all of these things. Um, Sean S. Cunningham with Steve Miner and some other people uh, basically wanted to make some money and they've been making these they'd actually been making softcore porn ah, um, that's why that shop had both yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> and then I believe they'd made a couple of horror films that hadn't done very well no they weren't horror films sorry they're really cheesy like happy films like baseball films or something like that we have to money. watch that yeah <laughs> that's what they made just before this and then they realized look we need to make money horror's doing well Halloween have made more money I mean up until Blair Witch Halloween was the biggest independent movie of all time in terms of revenue so they were smart and they decided let's make a horror movie what they did was they just had the title Friday the 13th that's a cool idea for a horror movie just that title yeah. and they put out an ad in Variety magazine with just this logo of Friday the 13th and from you know the makers of blah 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 and um, oh, Hound, they had done, I think they'd they produced the last, last House on the Left. left. Yeah. 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 They'd produced that just before. So they'd start working that a bit one was super Graham. softcore and yeah. porn. Yeah, softcore and porn and snuff kind of. Everything <laughs> all yeah. mixed in. Um, so they put out an ad in Variety for Friday the 13th saying it was coming and they didn't have a script or yeah. anything. They didn't even have an idea. They didn't have a premise, <laughs> a location. Brilliant. Um, and then that got a real buzz going and then they, you know, they greenlit the film. It was an under a million dollars. Um, I've forgotten exactly how much. I think it was only like 500,000 or something at yeah. the time. Um, and yeah, just very quickly kind of built this film around it. What I find interesting going back to this movie is it is... Uh, so it takes place on the lake. It's about a bunch of counselors before 
who are kind of going there to prep they're, they're going to prep the camp for when yeah. the kids turn up mm-hmm. but the kids never turn up in this movie no, no. Well, um, it all happens in one day that's why is it all one night yeah, yeah it's, all, it's all on it's his all birthday one. all on friday the 13th okay yeah. um and basically they get picked off one by one by a mysterious person yeah. who ended up um being jason's mother um which most people dun, will know dun, this dun. fact from the scream series because one of the first questions in scream one was who's the killer on friday the 13th and drew barrymore incorrectly says jason and he says no it was jason's mother in yeah. the first one um so all right as a basic yeah, background on the movie yeah. justin so yeah uh it was yeah it had, i mean it had a lot of the uh when was this made again 1980 80 yeah so it had like that 70s 80 vibe to it people were shirtless there's a, a lot, lot of, of men. A lot of, yeah, shirtless. men stuff. <laughs> men Smoke, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> smoking weed. Or what is what is what did I write down? Colombian gold. Colombian gold man. Colombian. That's what the cop said. Oh, is it? <laughs> who also didn't look like he knew how to ride a motorcycle. I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah, movie. that was his first time riding a motorcycle. <laughs> is that, that real? Day. Yeah, for real. Holy Which crap. is weird because that's the only scene he turns up in. Because mm-hmm. then you get another cop, but it's not him. It's not even yeah. him. You're yeah. like, why wouldn't you have a reoccurring cop yeah, character? Just have come yeah. back. He like probably was like, I'm not gonna go back there. You guys just He's not even one of the cops at the end. Yeah. No. He just left. He was like He's just gone. He's He's brilliant though. He He probably killed himself on that motorcycle. Yeah. (laughs) Ran off the cliff. We were saying that he should be played by Will Arnett if they did a proper remake of it. Come on, Will. You know you wanna do it. But he just turns up, warns them all to not have fun, basically, and then gets his motorcycle and just sort of stumbles off into the distance. It's fantastic. Um the they had a lot of really cool shots in it like some of the long shots and the i mean for the lighting production or whatever you call it uh it was cool i had a cool like ambiance to it and i like that the camp was like not a small camp and everything was in plain sight it was just like you have to go through the forest to get to this side Mm. so there was i guess a little bit of sense of danger that they could get picked up sometimes um and every time they went by the window, I was like, you're going to die. Get away from the window. <laughs> but no one ever like got attacked through the window. But oh, Kevin Bacon. They had a body thrown through the window. Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, Katie, uh, you're rough. Obviously, we're going to get into minutiae of it. But what are your overall? How did um, you feel about this film? Honestly, it was like coming into it fresh. If you came in not really knowing about your protagonist or the villain, um, it was really slow to start, I would say. And you, there was, like Justin was saying, there was no like ominous overtone at the beginning. Yeah, you started to see like sex equals you're probably going to die. But then yeah. the one girl who didn't even make it to the camp ends up dying. So then that was a little bit confusing because yeah. it's like, well, what did she even do wrong? She wasn't even technically a counselor yet. She was a chef. She hadn't yeah. even gotten there. So I was like thrown a little bit by that one because oh, it didn't got- really make sense. She was very peppy. Um, no, no, she got she her butt touched. Excited. That was the sexual tone there. She let the guy touch well, her butt. The driver should have gotten killed. No. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... She's into booty play. The only two people who had any sort of sense that there was foul play were, what's her face, Alice and Bill, who were the last two people because they found the axe with blood on it. And instead of, yeah, trying to run away, they went and tried to find people. Mm. So there was this, like... There was kind of that sense of non-reality or realistic uh, just reactions, reactions to yeah. things, yeah. yeah. Um, which okay. you become used to with watching a lot of horror films and especially like 
amateur horror films, but at the same time, it, it does get a little bit frustrating when it like is repetitive and repetitive yeah. and repetitive. And so I just I thought some maybe some better choices could have been made with the script, but you also just have to kind of understand where that film is coming from and when it was made and um, what had preceded it, which wasn't a lot, um, and just have fun with it and kind of enjoy it for what it is. How um, I'm interested, how was it with the both of you? Like, did you know Jason wasn't in this movie? Really? Like, did mm -hmm. you know it no. was going to be someone else? Were you expecting Jason to be the killer? Or I wasn't sure uh, who was going to be the killer at all. Okay. I was like, Jason, he drowned. He was a kid. I don't think a little child could go around killing people. Because mm -hmm. um, it, it was like, wait, how many years had passed? It was, it was, so the camp was established in 1935. The yeah. opening is 1958, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. where we see two counselors get killed. Yeah. And two years before that, they were saying the little boy drowned. Yeah, so he died in 1956. Yeah. And then this is set, I presume, like current day from when it shot in 1980. Okay. okay. It seemed like so, that. yeah, I would have been like, so he's like super wrong. dead at that point. Well, did it say, was it not? Did it say like there was a time after 1958? No. Yeah, yeah it like, said present day. It did say present yeah. day, didn't it? So 2016? What? <laughs> 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 you be very clear about that. Yeah, um, yeah I didn't... I literally thought it was the at first i'm like okay that guy was gone for steve was gone for a really long time hmm. i thought like maybe he oh the camp camp um the head guy who yeah the, the ceo place was of camp <laughs> who looked like yeah kind of matthew mcconaughey yeah. knock off. all right yeah. all right <laughs> well every time that somebody walked into a situation you know if they like opened a curtain or if they turned around and you were supposedly seeing the killer they always had this look of like kind of relief because it wasn't an ominous looking person. Yeah. So you kind of had this idea and especially uh, Steve, the owner of the camp, because he's like, oh, what are you doing out here? It was somebody that you were supposed to assume everyone knew who it was. So if you started to really think about it, you're like, well, it can't be Jason because yeah, everyone would be, be freaking out, out yeah. that yeah. it was this kid that supposedly drowned and then is now running around looking scary. Um, and it wouldn't be the like crazy doomsayer guy Ralph. because they wouldn't be relieved to see him. They mm -hmm. would be kind of still on edge to see this guy again. Well, this is what I find interesting though, about coming back to this film because now, yeah, like regardless of all the stipulations of just the horror tropes that this film amongst, you know, um, along with others helped build. So it's kind of hard to shrug off that. Yeah, we kind of were used to this and we're fed up with that. But this was one of those first mm -hmm. films to kind of start defining that more. Um, it's more also interesting because the only one I mean you go back to Halloween well it's going to be Michael Myers you go back to Nightmare on Elm Street it's going to be Freddy this one it's not Jason how we think he's going to be at all and it's actually a whodunit and this film despite coming after Halloween and clearly you know uh, you'd think they'll just rip it straight off and have a single male killer with a mask like Halloween they didn't and they went for more of a classic 50s sort of style of mm -hmm. yeah. you know people on an island and well, they went people getting picked psycho off and who with did it, it which was like cool. it's very psycho yeah very psycho with the mother um, son relationship mm -hmm. is kind of like a flip-flop of mm -hmm. of the psycho of um, Bates. you know he's psycho i've never seen psycho um it's very much like a flip-flop of the norman bates um, situation with his mother only here you have the mother is uh being told by her presumably son. dead son yeah who was drowned through negligence of the camp counselors because they were having sex and taking drugs sexy um, drugs she then but so here's the weird thing with the chronology so this is the great thing about friday 13th that as we go through today we're gonna have fun with uh because this is a series that was really figuring out what it was as it went along like they didn't know they were going to do sequels they had yeah. no idea what was going to happen um 
you always have inconsistencies from horror film to horror film but with these ones they didn't know jason was going to have to be the lead guy obviously you can't have his mother because she's just been beheaded at the yeah. end of this film yeah she had man Did, hands she had but it's very sticky with the the chronology of friday 13 doesn't work and sean cunningham you know producer and director of this one will always openly kind of say yeah we didn't know what we were doing and we just kind of had to make it up until we found a formula that was working and nothing really works and retroactively fans have tried to kind of figure out a logic to it all Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll get into that more and more but right now even you've got a thing of well her son dies She's upset about it. She's the cook at this camp. So it's not like she's in a different state. That's or the only something. reason I can think why she killed that girl at the beginning was because that girl was going to be the cook. Yeah, but that seems even weirder. Like it's like, yeah. You think she would see herself of you're innocent right yeah. now. You Maybe she was like, sex. my mac and cheese is always the best. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's just, she was just like, probably no. like, "This girl's super annoying." Because yeah. that girl was super Sweet, chatty. She had great hair, and she yeah. had the best hair. Yeah. Amazing. I, I and say. she was probably like, "Okay, look, you're you're too chatty. You're probably gonna go chat away, and <laughs> chat kids away. are gonna die. <laughs> so I might as well kill you now." And that's really what it was. <laughs> and also, she jumped out of the car like an idiot. She probably wasn't gonna kill her, and she jumped out of the car, and she was like, "Holy crap! <laughs> I can't trust you. Like, what the hell are you doing?" And yeah, so she killed her. Yeah. I do kind of wonder what would have happened if the girl hadn't jumped out of the car. Would she have just kept speeding along yeah. Yeah, further away to... from the camp? She was yeah, No, she was know. probably taking her not to the camp. She was taking her away. She was she's trying to save, save her. her. Save yeah. So she was like, okay, so you really... So there's a lesson to all you girls out there. If you hitchhike alone, you should just stay in the car with the crazy <laughs> person. Because they might be trying to save you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if there's one moral you could take away yeah. from this film. But here's where it does get sticky. Because So 1956... Jason dies. Okay. Right. 1958. It takes two years to decide, oh, I'm going to kill some people. She well, kills... they, they closed the camp down, she, they said. And so they opened it back up in 1958. Yeah. For the opening scene. That's what the, op- the first scene was. was and then they the closed it down is... again, and then they opened yeah. it again. Yeah. So they closed it twice. Yeah. yeah. Well, she kills two people. Right. And then the entire, and then it, from then on, it's known as Camp Blood. Well, no, she burns it. She burns. Well, they like, said there were some fires and stuff as well. Oh, uh, so there's yeah. stuff off camera that they couldn't yeah. afford to shoot, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they said it. In I the missed thing. that. Like, yeah. Camp they were blah, like, blah, blah. Well, this happened, and then this, this happened. Because that's always been a problem yeah. with me is it's got this reputation. You've got, you know, Doomsayer uh, Ralph, Crazy Ralph, mm-hmm. who's very infamous uh, in the horror um horror crowd as a real staple that's then been replicated in so many films afterwards um this person who warns you mm-hmm. where you're going to you're gonna die um yeah you're just going on about it as camp blood and i was always just well, two people <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong that's a tragedy well and then he but kept saying like exactly you'll never come back from there and it's like other people came back from there there's been no history of every single person dying exactly. who was there yeah. up until this um yeah. and then she waits yeah until i that guess probably, they reopen that was probably jason's father that was probably the dad. He probably was. With Ralph, like, is, Ralph is Jason's dad. That's <laughs> yeah, because if you think about it, he knew. So he, that was probably his wife. And she, they were like, you know, grief. They lost her son. He went into drinking and going crazy and became ultra Riding a bicycle. And then his wife like, went the other one. She's like, I'm going to kill them all. And he's like, dude, you can't. It's Friday the 13th. It's my son's birthday. You don't want to be here. That's so it. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Both of you brought that up. You both picked up on it. That's great. I've listened to podcasts before of people reviewing this film and getting in deep into the series and then being there's not even any logic to why it has to be friday the 13th what has that relevance to with anything it is his birthday My it's mentioned once thing is that yeah. friday the 13th would be different every every month year that's everything 
She's just so probably... Friday the 13th, he would have like four birthdays a year or no birthdays. But was or it one hand, birthday. So hand, oh, Wait, wait, wait. Listen, yeah. If his birthday... So is that how it works? So if, if he was born on a Friday the 13th, that wouldn't be the same every year? No. no. Uh-huh. It wouldn't. Yeah, your birthday changes, changes one yeah. day That's probably why they never down. bring it up again. Yeah, yeah and if it's they're always week? like, it's Friday the 13th. It's like, that could happen again next month. Yeah. Because that's always been some people's oh. problem with the, of, with the film. is like, there's no relevance to Friday the 13th. There's no need. It's not even like they stipulate some magical powers he gets on I would understand if it was if he drowned on Friday the 13th. And so it was on like Friday full th- moon, Friday the 13th. There's a yeah. storm coming. That means that Jason's every yeah, two to four times a year. Yeah. Oh, it's a blood moon up. too, yeah. so you don't want to be yeah. out. You'll find out later that that isn't accurate because he does uh, a couple of the sequels take place on Friday the fourteenth. <laughs> oh no, Saturday the fourteenth and Sunday the fifteenth. What? We'll get into that later. Yeah. Um. So let's go through. I've got some a whole bunch of notes I here. I guess we'll reboot it ourselves then. Yeah. <laughs> Will Arnett, come to you, buddy. Yeah. Um, and Chris Pratt, give us her money. <laughs> I have to say, returning to this film, because I've avoided this one whenever I come back to the Jason films, and I do get really excited whenever a new Jason film comes out. I just love the character so much, and I still my dream to make a uh, Friday the 13th movie one day and do it well, because I don't yeah. think I, I think there are good ones and there are definitely enjoyable ones, but there's just no seminal one. Um, but coming back to it, I've, I've, I'd ignored this one because Jason's not in it, and the reason I watch Friday the 13th films is for Jason. Like, I think franchise series films are really like comic book movies you're there because you want freddy you want jason you want Mm -hmm. michael myers you want chucky you want pinhead you want these characters that have really cool designs that are basically comic book characters and that's what you're there for it'd be like going to see a spider-man film and it's all about you know aunt may yeah may yeah which if it was marisa tomei i would completely watch that um so i had ignored this one a lot whenever i go back i'd start with two onwards um and coming back to it, I was actually surprised. Like you were saying, Justin, I think it's actually well made. Like there's, like it's only not you know brilliantly made, yeah. But it's not as schlocky as I remember. There's an elegance to some of the camera movements. There's yeah. some cool setups. I like the cool sound, shots. the music that they were using, because it was a lot of actual like music. It wasn't just like beep boop, beep, yeah. Boop, bloop, bloop. Again, it's kind though, of sound very effect. Very shining yeah. in some aspects. There were some scenes yeah. where it was literally just like. Yeah. Right. You had like, some uh, psycho shining. You had some jewels mixed in. There's a lot of dun dun. You had some yeah. dun 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 dun. dun, dun you dun, had dun, a banjo playing for like some of the camp stuff. Like, we're in a camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then, of course, the iconic. Oh, yeah. Which, I was saying to you, Justin, yeah. that's a spoiler for the film. And I actually think this is brilliant. Um, so, the guy who did the, uh, the music for the first one, he ended up. I can't remember. I remember seeing him in an interview where he explained how it happened. But he ended up just doing it in a microphone. Kill mum. And it's Jason telling his mum to kill. Like, kill, kill, kill. Mum, 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 mum. And then he edited it, so he just took the the syllable in the middle. So you just get the... But it's actually him just saying, kill mum. Like, telling his mother to kill them all. Um, Which I really fucking love, because it's a spoiler for the movie. And the movie tells you right from the beginning who's the killer. Uh, mm. Through the music, which is really great. Yeah, but I can't really put that together. No, no, it's absolutely like not. Giving you two letters of a seven-letter word. You should no, you know, know this. You should. Know Are you not it. a linguist? There's two vowels. It's two not like vowels. that. You're not meant to put it together. Vowels. It's just a nice aside that it yeah. means something. That the music yeah. isn't just for us. It's kind of like being inside our head. That okay. one, that bit of the music is yeah. being inside really. our head, which I think All is cool. Right. Um, but yeah, I was just surprised. I think the there's something about it from it being in the 80s as well, I would say, but then House on, Last House on the Left and films like that, were, which came just before, were 
some pretty horrible characters in that and pretty grimy. Mm-hmm. But there's kind of an endearing innocence to this film. Yeah. yeah. Like the characters are all quite nice people, really. Yeah. No one's really yeah. an asshole. Um, no one's reprehensible or anything. They're all just kind of having innocent you know, versions We're of fun. We're teens and young. And yeah. yeah, they weren't doing anything too crazy. There's not even or any skin dipping thick? or no. anything in this film. We see one boob and yeah. the other boob's like covered Come and a lot of man boobs. Covered. Yeah. Um, a lot of men in speedos. Yeah, yeah. Kevin <laughs> there's, Bacon. There's that Kevin Bacon, bacon shot. There's bacon a, shot. The, the money bacon, bacon shot. shot. Bacon money shot. From yeah. now on in this series, we have to call it the bacon shot. The bacon see. shot, yeah. Um, Who will have the next bacon shot? And even the sex scene. There's one sex scene in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's actually really tender. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not an aggressive horror, you yeah, know. Yeah, it wasn't like... Yeah, it's not a It's not a fucking scene. It's yeah. just like... It's very intimate. Yeah. Yeah, and they had a close-up on her, too. I was like, whoa, okay, this is very passionate. Yeah, no, it was quite a nice it shot. Was, You're really in there. Yeah. It was quite intimate. a lot intimate. of giving, a lot of receiving. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Joey-isms. Yeah. <laughs> giving, <laughs> receiving. Um, no, so I was actually really surprised coming back to this film. It's a better movie than I remembered, um, and it's definitely shot with a little bit more elegance than I remembered. Yeah. Um, let's go into some uh, particulars then. Bacon butt cheek. You want to just talk about basic <laughs> butt cheeks? How do you feel about the kills in this film? Because at the end of the day, it's a horror film. We're yeah. here for the kills. There aren't, there is, there's a couple off screen. I mean, there's a whole yeah. bunch where you see it from the POV of the killer and you there's don't really see anything. off screen. But there's yeah. 100% off screen, which is a girl, you yeah. just hear a scream and that's it. And then you guys were like, is that it? No, the guy, you don't see him die. Yeah. The bill at the end. Yeah, he goes where down. Where she finds him on oh, the yeah. door. And yeah. then yeah. you don't see Ned die either. But at least you yeah. see how that guy dies whereas the girl who gets thrown through the window you hear a scream and then she gets thrown through a window you have no idea how she actually died yeah she just has a rope kind of tangled around in a black eye yeah that's it yeah um but there was a good reaction to the the classic and it's kind of iconic the arrow through the throat kevin yeah. bacon how he goes yeah. out Crap. that was great that was a good yeah. one yeah their deaths it seemed like realistic ways to kill people yeah it was pretty yeah. just practical it wasn't over i mean yeah, I mean, even the girl that got axed in the face, like, yeah, that's probably how it'd go. <laughs> yeah, axed yeah. in the face. And the arrows, I was like, man, those are really sharp arrows. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, they're, not, they're oh, like oh, steel. Yeah, they were steel tipped, and they were the like the the metal framed ones. Yeah, they they're just like the broad ended ones. They're, they're not more, just like they're hunting arrows. They're yeah. not archery arrows. So some someone fucked up on the order. <laughs> that's like too dangerous for camp. And then, like you said, she gets in at the end, and yeah, Katie's exclaiming because she's just in an armory suddenly. Like, the lead girl's left running away from the killer, um, yeah. and she goes into a room, and it's just about 20 guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she can't break the padlock to get the bullets out. And then they just leave them all and run yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. She, she knocked the woman out with the butt of a gun, and I was like, you could have just took her hatchet knife, or you could have tied her up because she fell on cloth. I think there's rope yeah. in that room, yeah. there's a chain. You know? She kept throwing balls of twine at her. It's yeah. Like, yeah, tie her tie up. Tie her up. She's knocked out. Well, that girl did try to blockade herself into a room yeah, where the door opened out. So yeah, that wasn't, was the best was, scene in the film. She yeah. was not the smartest person. You're in a single take. That's or, why she's an artist. <laughs> I guess. This is a single take shot. And the camera's panning with a back and forth. And I presume it's because they're trying to make it feel like more like you're there with her and not cut yeah. too much. But you're watching a freak out, and bless her, like she's an alright actress. She's certainly not the worst. But that uh, scene, yeah, ooh, ooh, oh, when you're yeah. on just suspended time with her, and she's just trying to stack all of these. She locks the door, pulls it, 
for a while. She does. If, that's her favorite move is just hold the handle. But there's not even anyone there. <laughs> She's just pulling it. And then she decides to do the rope thing, which is kind of smart. She like pulls yeah, a rope, rope over a beam and ties it to the yeah. door handle. You're like, okay, cool. You're good. And no, instead she decides to pre- proceed by getting every piece of furniture in the room and stacking it against the door. So although it actually happened as if the door opens the other way, although it happened is the killer would open the door and this stuff would just fall down yeah. about a foot. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and she, then she ends up pulling it down to yeah, get out yeah, of the room. The best part, though, is the killer, literally, or the mom, she throws the body through the window and then takes her time to walk back to her car and drive down. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think the best part is the killer's, uh, the, mom, the mother's jumper, which was great. Never ever seen a, a, a killer in like a polo jumper. <laughs> she's, just, she's like, here's my sweater. She looks like she's going to a poetry yeah, reading. She, or something. Yeah. Yeah. She was pretty great. Um, but, 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 but what I have in my notes yeah they killed the snake so Justin yeah. you seemed upset about this you put this on your list I saw yeah so snake they actually did that that's um we were watching the making of and they um did they eat it though well they, it happened to them while because they were basically to make this film and it's the great thing about doing a film like this which as a filmmaker myself seems very appealing they just got the whole camp out of season locked the whole thing down and they would just all live there yeah. And that's where they lived. They weren't off, you know, offset. They just lived there, and that was their set as well as where they were living. And yeah. they just used different, you know, places where they were sleeping to where they were shooting. Yeah. And one night, uh, a snake came into one of like their cabins, and the people who were in there freaked out and used a knife. I don't know if they used machete or what. I'm not sure. In the movie, they used a machete. Yeah, in the film, they used machete, but they, I think they used a machete and cut the snake's head off yeah. because they were freaking out. Um, and then they told the makers about it the next day, and they're like, that's really cool to have a scare that's not the killer and one that's something else. So they yeah. went and did it. Uh, nowadays, you get in a lot of trouble for that because they went and actually got a snake and cut it in half, which yeah. is certainly not cool can't have that little thing at the end of your film where it's like no animals were harmed yeah. they're like yeah. oh d- there was yeah. we were just talking about this yesterday at a production meeting for my film we're doing and we have one small animal in that um and we've been on yeah the phone to the humane society to figure out okay like do we have to have a handler there the whole time yeah. and they said actually no you don't like they said it's completely up to you it's self-policed but if you want the badge at the end of your film you then yes you have to have it and some <laughs> networks won't work with you unless you have that depending on you know right who you what kind of thing you're making but um, i'm an animal handler <laughs> but that's yeah. why you might see um <laughs> wonder if that certification is something you can get online yeah well no but that's why you will see some films at the end they won't have that badge mm-hmm. but they'll have something of them saying we promise no animals blah 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 that's just them saying it they're allowed to say that yeah but you don't have the badge to say oh. someone was on set to make, to sure, make sure no animals yeah. were harmed at gotcha. any point um this one's definitely not cool very weird though to see it's quite shocking to actually see an animal yeah. just being killed i hope they ate it though because that's really a waste of like that's true. killing something snake meat yeah you can you what can eat snake i would try it huh we did not eat what we killed at our camp you didn't eat snake meat on Hawaii. no we killed a spider that spider stayed oh well, i mean like yeah it's because spiders can be poisonous and kill you it's be killed or kill what, snakes can yeah. be poisonous and kill that, you that wasn't a poisonous snake though well they were girls and they didn't really think like yeah, that. yeah but it was a guy who killed it I just like how there's just a random guy in a plaid shirt that's billowing in the breeze outside with a machete just hacking at some weeds. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, ah, in a timely ah. fashion to be like, hey, come in here and kill the snake as well. He's like, all right. All right. It's like I'm already halfway there. Let me play some Latin love music <laughs> tonight. That's yeah, for that later with the strip yeah. Monopoly. You came baking, like getting it on with some girl and then 
this other dude just playing flamenco kind of music to two other girls trying to initiate a threesome. Yeah. And then the obvious one that you would think nowadays would be the pretty slutty one. Yeah. Says, oh, let's all play Strip Monopoly. You're like, okay, yeah. let's see where this is going. They start playing Strip Monopoly. No one actually gets naked in it. But then just as they're starting to get their clothes off, she just decides to bail. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm over this. You're like, fuck you. She probably and got too drunk. That's what happens. Too drunk. All oh, of a sudden you're like, oh shit. She I just looked like, she got I, I, no, but I was actually like, that's kind of accurate. She's one of those pretty girls who's just like, yeah. I just want to tease people and then I'm yeah. going to get out. I would suggest these titillating things. Laura yeah. Ingalls Wilder nightgown and go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's ridiculous. And then she's like, I'm going to read this romance novel yeah. in bed. She's just, she, they're mostly naked for the majority of the movie and then when they go to bed, they're putting that's on. That's also an indicator that it's Jason's mom and not Jason because of the girl voice that's yelling, help me, help me. Yeah, like so that, out in the rain. I have yeah. a note of that. So yeah, there's a scene where this is right at the end, isn't it? Just no, before yeah, she knows everyone's dead. Who's in bed? No, yeah. it's bed the girl, girl in bed. Oh, it's that one, isn't it? Yeah, it's that she one. gets pulled out the out of bed one. because she hears someone screaming, or not um, really screaming. That that was actually the only bit in a movie because I mean, this is certainly not by the standards of spooky movie. It's not scary in any way. Um, I don't even think if you're not used to horror films, you'd find this film scary. No. You might get one jump out of it, maybe, maybe with the end, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. Um, but that was the only bit where I was like, oh, I can imagine actually if I'd watched this when it was made, that scene would probably, that would be a little bit creepy. Just like that repetitive voice in distance yeah. was a little bit creepy. Yeah. It was um, very, very. A little spooky, spooky. Spooky. Um, yeah, they, I love. They missed such a good opportunity in killing her though. Because like she turned on the lights at the archery place. And, and I was standing right in, in front of the target. It's like pouring rain. And I was like, I was expecting it to be like, holy shit. She's going to sit here and get like arrowed to death. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, and we're not going to see who the killer is. And I was like, that would be amazing. And then they cut it, and you don't even see how she dies. And then yeah. she's not even the one who ends up with arrows on her. No, I know. Someone else Which does. is so weird. Yeah. Yeah. That guy gets his throat slit and yeah. arrows on him. Arrowed to the door. Yeah. Like, she literally held his body. It was like, yeah. <laughs> how to make it super gruesome for him. It, it's interesting because, yeah, the whole film does feel, at the moment, we're still in the world of plausibility in terms of, you feel the geography kind of works. You can mm -hmm. understand her wow. sort of, like, the killer's maneuverability from thing to thing they're not appearing somewhere where they shouldn't be you know it's kind of quite practical mm -hmm. at this stage um yeah we also saw a signpost as as the drivers going back to crystal lake to a tomahawk lake yeah you said it said lake yeah yeah i thought it said lane on that but um either way i want to see a tomahawk lake just movie. a little bit down the road yeah um bu -bu 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 -bu. Anyone else got anything on their list that they want to discuss before we talk about the ending? Yeah. You know who really suffers from all this? Who really gets the backlash of all the things that's going down? The owner of the camp. <laughs> that man spent 20, was it 28? 25 20? grand. Yeah. To fix it up for it to just always crash and burn. And it's like he didn't do anything. He just ran a camp. Although you have to wonder where that 25K went because they're still using nails to like put gutters up. The like weekend before the kids are yeah. gonna show up. He had, to buy the, he had to buy the armory oh. of guns. Yeah. I guess. Well, the insurance, you know, probably he probably didn't have insurance for when the fire happened, so he had to like rebuild stuff. Hmm. Also, probably the two kids, he had to probably pay for that funeral. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's what the twenty three thousand dollars went into. Was like gonna pay for the funerals. Yeah, he got really shafted. I feel really bad for that person. He just he just boats. wanted to make a camp. He's like, I want to make a camp where kids can be happy. It's a fun and place. I can hit on the counselors. Yeah. And just do oh, yeah. that opening yeah. scene. I could. I wasn't clear at the beginning. Like, has she already slept with him? 
Was I, he just flooding with that? I don't know. She drew him last she night, drew him. so yeah. she might, must have. And then he strokes his cheek, but there's this weird sort of look from her. And I was like, I've been very mixed signals of what yeah. the relationship is here. Uh, yeah, I know. And then he was gone for like. And then he did just he takes leave? off to drink in a cafe. Yeah, he yeah. probably was well. Like, he had a trailer behind his jeep yeah. on his way home, so I think he was going to get supplies or something. Yeah. Must and bring them back. And then he like was like, I don't know how I'm gonna seal this deal. I gotta get her to stay. I gotta put her on a bus by myself. I mean, he's clearly <laughs> meant to be the red herring of. He's there at the beginning. Right. He disappears, yeah. and then killings start. Mm-hmm. So you're meant to presume it's him. Well, and then you have the two jeeps. Like, yeah, they're the same jeep. Yeah, she's the, the killer's driving a similar jeep to yeah. his jeep. It's the same color and everything. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was. The same so I pre- I'm sure that's purely his purpose in this movie. Yeah. Um, until you cut back to him at the end in the cafe. And by that mm-hmm. point, you meant to think, oh, maybe it's not him. Maybe he's going to be our savior and come in and kick ass. Right. Instead, he has to get a lift back from police officer and then he's left to walk and then he just gets poked in the stomach. I don't really know. Yeah. yeah. We don't really see what happens to him. Yeah. You know, he gets poked and then he's yeah, tied he into a tree. Oh, and then she bothers to carry this fully grown man <laughs> and put him in a tree. Through the woods. <laughs> Tie him into a tree. Yeah. That was and then he falls perfectly time wise. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, we had some good, um, some of the gore effects were okay. Um, I think it was Tom Savini, wasn't it? Who did this one? Um, one of the know. two greatest classic 80s horror effects wizards. Um, let me just double check that fact because I don't know. But I'm almost 100% sure it was Tom Savini. Or did he come on later? Yeah, that's Tom Savini. Um, so let's talk about the ending. So the ending is reveal it's Jason's mother. Yeah. the killer. You suddenly get this back history of what mm-hmm. actually happened with Jason, which we've had no clue of up until that point. Did that work for you? Just suddenly having, oh, here's like, you. there's no way you could figure this out. Yeah, like what the heck was going on? Here's the back history. Other than the fact they kept, they, I think you heard twice that kid drowned, then people, you know, were killed. Like that's all you kept hearing was like, kid drowned, people got killed. Then all this stuff started happening. Bad camp. Bad camp. So if you wanted to, you could sit there and say, okay, well, the beginning issue was that a kid drowned. And then if you wanted to, like, then get really crazy with it, you could have, in a million years, put it all together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was really hard to, like, put together. Because I didn't even know who, like, I had no idea who the hell would be killing people. I was like, the owner? Mad because he didn't lost all his money? <laughs> That's it. Well, so did that work for you though then? Like, you know. Yeah, I, I was like, I know what it's about because I knew what it was about. I just, I didn't even know the first one, like who the killer was. So I was like, I don't know, Jason's here, people die, he's mm-hmm. a kid who drowned. And I was like, was it like his brother, a sibling? And I was like, there's no mention of siblings, so it can't be that. And when the two counselors got killed, they knew the person. So I was like, who the hell would be killing them? Yep. Yeah. Another yep. counselor who's like looked after him, which technically was. But technically, it, but yeah. the twist was, it was his mom. Um, okay, and then she gets beheaded. Um, yeah, with in, her man hands going, yeah! <laughs> in a cool slow-mo. Yeah. I still like the shot of, of the lead girl like with the machete running at her mm-hmm. in slow-mo. Yeah. And the lightning's flashing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was a pretty sweet kill. Um, and it, she gets killed. She decides, oh, what do I do after I finally survive this night? I get in a boat. Which you could have done at any other point in this movie. Yep. Get yeah. in a boat. And just yep. chill in the middle of the lake. you'd probably be all right in yeah. the lake. Um, but she decides to do that at the end in a kind of daze. Well, goes out to the lake. Right. Yeah. Jason's in the lake. Yeah. Fades to black. Then cuts to a, a pseudo dream sequence, which they only put in at the last minute because of Carrie. Um, so at that point, Carrie had just come out. Okay. And at the end of Carrie, the hand comes out of the grave and gives you a final shock. Final shocks weren't really a thing at that point in movies. 
Um, and Carrie was really the one to start it. Yeah. And Friday the 13th World was like, well, we need a final shock. What can we have? Mm-hmm. Um, and they realized So they were that. literally going to end it with her just floating out in the water? I believe so, yeah. I mean, with I'm not no sure what the original Jason ending was. There was no Jason. That would have been awesome because they could have like... That would have been great. I would have liked that. It would have her floating into the darkness and then it would have been, come sail away, come sail away, <laughs> I know, I had that song in my head. I got the carbon yeah. version in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Come sail away, come <laughs> sail away, come sail away. It could have been, all, it could have been all kids singing it too, which is even more creepy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're going to notice it's a reoccurring theme with this. How many times there are no kids at this camp? Yeah. <laughs> um, They're clearly doing it wrong. <laughs> like, let's have kids at our camp, but never. But then, yeah, so we get a pseudo dream, pseudo real, because the policemen turn up and there are two cops, and she does confirm, or they confirm later, our two cops found you in the lake. Yeah. Um, but then Jason jumps out of the lake, <laughs> grabs her, pulls her in. He's all decayed, and, you know, like. He like well, he, yeah, he looked like a merman, because, first of all, you know how hard it is to get out of water when you're in water? That requires he a like He swims right to the bottom. Yeah. He freaking shot out. He didn't see the bomber. And he had like seaweed. He was yeah. mermanning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it was a cool show though. Um, yeah. yeah. It was It was more was like, whoa. So this, I, I mean, this film's very much known for yeah, the Kevin Bacon kill because it's Kevin Bacon and it's kind of a cool kill. And obviously the end shock. That's really what it's known yeah. for. It's that end shock of Jason jumping out of the lake. Um, something as well as you'll see they keep trying to replicate in different Friday the 13th movies in different ways Um, but yeah uh, they kind of then get away with it because the next scene is her in hospital at the end talking to the police she says oh did you find a boy they're like there is no boy and I don't know what she's talking about. Even though she says Jason, and they all know who Jason is because he's a kid who died. But they don't there. talk about it in this well, town. Mrs. Voorhees is still alive, so obviously they would still know that she had a son, and her son was oh, the drowned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. everyone, all the cops in that town would know Where about Jason. Where does she live, by the way? Like, why does no one ever talk about his mom in still lives here? In her car. Like, yeah. she looks pretty because put together. Maybe she had she's her been, sweater. But maybe and she's actually been, since it's been shut down, maybe she's been living at the camp the whole time. I'm just yeah. waiting for someone to come back and hmm. reopen it. Because you would have thought that people would have been like, how is his mom doing? Mm. Where is it? What happened <laughs> yeah. to his she mom? Right. She yeah. was working at the camp the well, day that it happened. Well, see, that's the thing. It's probably give... her, that, that crazy Ralph guy is her husband. <laughs> I, lo- I love this theory of Ralph yeah. being her husband. I'm it, hoping as we go on through scrutiny that pans out and yeah. that can, we can Ralph create that as Oh, also, yeah. I thought it was kind of awesome how Kevin Bacon died because his friend was shooting arrows and then he dies under his friend by arrow oh, which true. his friend was good at not noticing there's a dead body yeah. in the bunker yeah. above while they're having sex it was very poetic well he was poetic. about to find out well I'm gonna have sex with someone I damn well check there's no one else in the bunk above me <laughs> yeah. I, can tell I look why. around I'm like is anyone here <laughs> that's being creepy and just watching yeah. the whole thing uh, wait, yeah. waiting to set okay that, la- that lady was laying underneath that bed the entire time yep. if you think about it Yep. just waiting waiting to kill them and then she's like Enjoying that's the a perfect show. time yeah um, well, at least she waited until he got stoned that's nice yeah, she's like, you've had the best they night both, of your life. You know, got their jollies. Yeah. All right, we're hitting close to the 45. We're going to keep each one of these podcasts for each one of the uh, shows 45 minutes long. So, yeah, were you happy with the ending? You're saying you'd rather if Jason hadn't jumped out of the no. water? Yeah, I would You didn't rather. need a final scare? No, I didn't need a final scare. I would have rather. It was cool, though. I would have liked it to just cut. Yeah. Interesting. And then interesting. They, but that's the iconic bit. Like, people don't remember this film other than that. So. Well, interesting. Um, but yeah, I can see what you're saying. So I guess final thing then before we fold well, out. Maybe this even one. if it would have just like he would have jumped out of the water and she would have been like, <gasps> and then it would have ended. Yeah, right before mm-hmm. he like grabs her. I didn't leave the exposition at the end. Well, they're just trying to cover their bases because they didn't know where they're going with this. Right. They wanted yeah. to set up Jason because he's obviously your only possible future, 
And really, they were just shoving this in as a, oh, we need a scare because Carrie had a scare. Here's a cool idea. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really work with anything no. in this film. It's very weird. In it's terms weird of how she keeps waking up and she has to keep putting her hand in the water. And well, she's it's smiling. the beginning. This very is the weird. beginning of the troubles with the Friday 13th mythology. And it started really because of this. Because up until that point, it's pretty simple. Kid dies. Mother, yep. mother sad. Kills yep. people. Kills more people. Yep. Gets a head chopped off. Yep. Should be the end. Yep. It is not we'll find out with Friday the 13th part 2 but before we move on Justin Friday the 13th part 1 would you recommend it? Uh, if people haven't seen this movie would you recommend they watched it? yeah you should know your sort of horror roots you know one of the beginning stages um, yeah I give it a do you think yeah. more as a kind of a scholarly horror enthusiast then you should watch it but if you're not in horror you shouldn't I think you should watch it Okay. regardless you should watch it Okay, just because it's a classic. Yeah, I mean, it has some cool things to take away from it. Okay. Katie, would you recommend Far 13th Part 1? Yeah, I would. Honestly, (laughs) I... (laughs) That was was not the most... I would. Unfortunately, I would. No, I really would. Um, I think it's, like you said, I think it's admirable where everything started. And I think it is good to know your origins. Um, Otherwise, when you're on the set of Scream, you'll die like Drew Barrymore. Yeah, potentially. I mean, the first time I can remember hearing I'll be right back was in this movie just now. Um, I'm sure it probably happened before. but I just want to go research that. Um, Okay, so we're getting two recommends. Yeah. Yeah, I would too, actually. I wouldn't have before. Beforehand, I would have recommended it purely as a, look, if you're really into horror, um, you need to know your stuff. You have to see the first Friday the 13th. To understand, stop fucking around Sorry. with the Freddy Club. <laughs> uh, you gotta understand where the stuff comes from. Having rewatched it now, it's a better film than I remembered. There's a nice innocence to it. I think it's quite endearing. Mm-hmm. There's an elegance to some of the shots. There's a kind of a cool mood. People are stupid in it, sure. Um, but I liked it. I like the characters. And yeah, it's definitely not as bad a movie as I remembered. I would recommend it. That's free recommend. That's pretty. It's a good start. Let's see if we go downhill quickly. Let's see what happens on the next one. Uh, You can follow us. We are We Are Tessellate. That's with two S's, two L's. We Are Tessellate on all the social medias. That's our URL. You can watch our movies. We're a production company based in LA, Tokyo, and London. We do a weekly podcast as well that's topical called Geeks. 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 And that is uh, all your movie and video game news every single week. Um, And yeah, we're going to keep doing these. These will be going up once a week, Friday 13th, and then I think we're doing Nightmare next. Justin, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Katie, thank you. Welcome. Are we going to have s'mores? S'mores! 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 Let's do it. S'more what? I haven't had anything. Wait, is there more of that orange pellegrino?